Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh no! Pick a number, any number, Catherine. Three. Um, apart from three. Four. Four. Okie dokie. Hello, Alistair. Good evening. Good evening. Um... Okay, so <clears throat> I very much agreed with your uh, opening comments about the toxicity and uh, everything that's going on at the moment. And what I wondered, would you mind if I read out a lyric, a song lyric? Um, Are you going to make it sound like a poem? Yeah. Don't. Well, I don't do... Here's the thing. I, I don't allow poetry on the radio. This is a very... We are a very... Um, we're at a crossroads here, Catherine. Is a lyric a poem or, or is it not? It is for me. <laughs> what song is it? Um, Signal to Noise. I'm not going to read out the whole thing, just a bit of it. Signal to Noise by Peter Gabriel. Oh, God, no. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to... No. Uh... Go on. Huh? Come on, let's be kind. Okay, go on then. Okay, so um, I'll just choose a portion of this. Um, Jesus, I thought. Oh, my phone's gone dead. Right, here we go. Uh, and in this place, can you reassure me with a touch of smile while the cradle's burning? All the while, the world is turning to noise. Oh, the more that it's surrounding us, the more that it destroys. Turn up the signal. Wipe out the noise. I don't know what that means. I don't get it. I don't get well, it. To me, yeah. um, all the sort of hate that's going on... Hate crime. ..and all the different uh, things from different people and politicians and other sorts of people, they're all shouting, making a lot of noise and not listening, basically. So all the while, the world is turning to noise. Okay, I don't. Okay, there we go. That was lovely. Thank you. Um, so anyway, um, that's that, the that. last time ever. Because <laughs> okay. I don't get it. I found what you said more interesting than bloody Peter Gabriel. I don't. I'm not belittling you, Alice. So please don't think for a second I am. Um, no. But 
I just, I don't... Come on, Catherine, back me up. You know I'm right on this, and you're being overly kind. You're being nice cop to my reasonable cop. Yeah, but it just makes it more surprising when I slap the cuffs on. Kinky, kinky mama! (laughs) Kinky mama! Um, All right. Hey, nice one, Alistair. Thank you, mate. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Cheers, brother. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. I just prefer people telling us their experiences and stuff than... Um, I, and I hate poems. I hate poems. I hate poems. I don't. Um, yeah, I, it's not like I just don't. I just don't like poems. I like a good book and I like a good song. The tune of them gets your back up, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I don't feel we've really taken off yet. Let's 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 go into uh, Anthony. Hi. Hey. How are you doing? What have you got for us? Um, well, I mean, I was feeling quite happy. I know what's come and spread a bit of light, but... Um, Do it. Probably feel a bit worse now. Because of that, um, that lyric? And that, and, well, yeah. yeah. You're um, not a prog rock fan? I kind of sunk into my sofa. Now I feel depressed and feel like my life is a pile of... Am I allowed to say... No, I won't. But I'm even more depressed now because the polls have just come out and said that Boris Johnson is on course to win, which yeah, is... Well, that's the poll. Here's the thing, though. That's the poll now. Who knows what the poll will be tomorrow? And also, don't forget as well, the last two general elections, the polls have been way off. I can't believe people are even quoting polls anymore. I thought that we'd all accepted after the last two general elections that polling is like old that's like old magic it's old tech it doesn't work anymore people don't that doesn't work well apparently this poll um has got some legitimacy because it guessed that they're um, all going to say that anthony yeah well to be honest i don't believe them because i don't know anybody um in my network and it's quite an extensive one that has ever even been spoken to by these people who claim to run these polls of random people scattered around the uk um, so I don't actually know anyone who's ever done a poll. So, yeah, I think we can put that in the um, BS bin. Put it in the BS? You've got a bin for BS? Oh, of course, you've got, you've got to have a bin for BS. You know, we, we, it's all about decluttering, and that's why so many people are feeling down, because they don't declutter. So you've got to have a BS bin. I have so a can, BS. Put it in the BS bin, Anthony. Put so it the, in the BS bin, polls man. Don't, polls don't mean nothing, and also it could swing the other way. To, it better swing the other way. won't go until December the 13th. It needs to swing the other way, any other way but that way. Are you, do you, which way do you swing, Anthony? Um, politically? No, I meant personally, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Oh, uh, no, um, I'll try anything once. Beautiful, That's, this is my kind of guy. 20 quid is 20 quid. Yeah, <laughs> Anthony, Anthony, you sell yourself so short. Oh, no, well, we're, we're living in desperate times. I'd like to be that. accessible to all. There you, well, there you go, Anthony. That is wonderful to know. How um, can I make your life better? How can you make well, well, how can I make your life better? It sounds like you need um, my services more than I need yours, based on your opening um, declaration. Um, well, I don't know how you can make my life better. Hmm. Uh, I mean, well, I, you're making me chuckle now, and you sound like a nice guy, so that's helpful. 
Yeah, I mean, in all seriousness, the reason why I called, this is the first time I've actually tuned into your show. Oh. Um, normally, normally I go for things that are a bit more political, savvy, what? you know, on the, on the other But you're, on bored, the dark of, you're side. bored of Tom Snowbrick. Yeah. Do, do you know what? I, I come to the realisation this week that there is just so much negativity out there. Yes. And I'm a firm believer in, you know, the things that we consume really have a much deeper effect on us than we probably yeah. care to realise. And I just had a kind of whole week where I've been politically engaged on Twitter, on TV, on social media. And I just said, you know what? I actually need to switch off from all this BS. And Put it in the BS just... bin. Yeah. And then someone said, oh, have you listened to um, talk radio? And, I, and, I, and I've only actually <laughs> called in once before on a serious political yeah. um, debate. I said, OK, I'm going to give it a go tonight. I can barely remember you from the um, 11 o'clock show and you, you seemed quite entertaining back then. Um, so I had a lot of um, hope on tonight's show on what I'm going to experience oh. in speaking to you. Oh, and, is it, and is, have, we not, have we let you down? No, not at all. Oh. And I, no, 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 not at all. Well, oh. I mean, we're, we're, we're only three minutes into the conversation. Well, so, but in terms um, of the whole, have you been listening since 10 o'clock? Yeah. And has has that you remember me from the eleven o'clock show twenty years ago? You don't sound old enough. Um but how old are you? Forty one? Girl, let's not. Let's not. You're let's older not than that. that. No, I'm not older than that. I said I can barely remember you. I can remember my mum telling me to get up the stairs when the eleven o'clock show came on. So what, you're you're like so what, you're um like thirty six? No, I'm like twenty nine. Shut the front door. Yeah. You're not 29. Yes, I am. You sound like you sound like a, a you've lived a life. Yeah, well, I smoke 20, 20 a day, so that probably That's has very old to do fashioned. With it. But I have lived, do you know what? I have lived a very extraordinary life, Go on. a very um different life. Tell me why. Uh, well, you want to know? You really yeah, want to know? I want to know what's been so different about your life. Okay, so my life, I grew up in um Bristol. Um great city. Um, <laughs> up until the age of like 18, I was very involved um, in gangs. Oh. Um, and did lots of things um, that I shouldn't have been doing. What do you mean, um, like drugs? Um, drugs, um, antisocial behavior, just, Crime. I mean, for me, stuff that I would say was normal, ad like, you know, adolescent things to do. You get involved with the wrong crowd. You're trying to gain status yeah. in your area. Come from a very working class area, and it was all about status, who you were, what your family name was. And that, you know, carried weight and got you through um, a lot of situations. Um, and I was probably, you know, a bit toxic in my masculinity and trying to overprove myself because I knew I had this deep, dark secret that I was a homosexual. Uh-oh, not one of those! Yes, one Gosh. of those. Um, so, did, so you try, kinda... did you try and act like butcher to, so that people wouldn't know you were gay? Um, yeah, I, I did for a while because I came, like, you know, my dad was Irish. Um, he was a doorman um, before they became licensed, and he was very old school doorman. Um, and my mom is um, Muslim. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, I was kind of like, you know, I cannot tell them that I'm a homosexual because. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be pretty sticky. Um, so I packed my bags and I ran off to London. Yeah. Um, homeless for the first two years. Mate. Um, mate, you know, it happens. Um, homeless for the first two years, navigate, navigating my way around the London gay scene, which was hell. 
Um, so hang on a second, and if I ask you anything you don't want to answer, then please say. When we were joking about you doing sex things for 20 quid a minute ago, did you actually end up doing that? Is that what you're saying? Oh, no, 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 no. That was a joke. And, right. you know, I know lots of people who unfortunately, or fortunately, um, did go down that line. But for me, yeah. um, I came from a family of what I would say hustlers. And um, I always found other ways to kind of get by. So my whole thing is when I first came to London and I was homeless and I needed to make money because I couldn't get anything from anywhere, like housing, nothing. Yeah. Um, I did a little stint of shoplifting. Okay. Where I would go into Harrods or I would go into Selfridges and I would steal these designer dresses and sell them to um, women in North London. Wow. And, and that lasted for like six months. Um, and then I managed to get um, a room in a house in Tottenham. And then I was like, okay, cool. Um, I need to get my life sorted. Managed to get into university. Well, managed to blag my way into university. Incredible. Um, through, you know, lots of stories of basically saying, I want to be a journalist. So I managed to get onto a journalism degree. Um, and I managed to complete that journalism degree. And then I was um, able to do a master's. Um, in documentary film, which I did that. Yeah. And now, um, I mean, I graduated with my master's um, just two years ago. Congratulations. Um, but I'm in a bit of an unusual space at the moment because I've got all this stuff that I never thought that I would have in terms of, um, you know, these academic certificates that say um, brainier than I thought or brainier than my primary school teacher told me. Yeah. But I'm not sure, actually, if I'm going to do anything with any of it or if it's the industry that I want to be in, like journalism, um, I was always told as a young child, you've got a really big mouth and you make a good journalist. Um, but to see the state of journalism in the UK at the moment, I couldn't think of anything worse. I think I'd rather go back to shoplifting, to but be could honest. You, could you not? Like, I know what you mean about it. There's, but there are still some really good journalists out there, right, who are kind of swimming through a sea of shallowness and, and stupidity. <coughs> could you not... <clears throat> Um, sorry, Catherine. Look, Catherine's a great journalist. There are some great journalists around. But there Thanks, are also... mate. Unprompted. <laughs> but there are some terrible ones. And I know what you mean, um, particularly if you look at like all the clickbait stuff online. Do you not think you could be the person that could go in and smash it from the inside? Do, do you know what? And this is what my lecturer said to me. My lecturer said, you know, your voice is important. You've lived a very colourful life and you've got a lot to say. And, you know, my lecturer said, would always say to me, like, you're the real Owen Jones. <laughs> 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 the real one. But, but the thing for me is um, when, when I look at journalism, I think I probably have a bit of imposter syndrome. Right. Um, and I think that probably stems from my master's because I went to quite an elite institution or one that is quite heavily regarded and I managed to get into there um, again through blagging. Yeah. And um, my, my go on, Let me tell you something. You go, Everyone's got imposter syndrome. Everyone's waiting for the tap on the shoulder. The people that push through regardless, the bullshitters, are the ones yeah. that are going places and that's why we're in the trouble we're in. We need a few more people who are honest with themselves to... To, to realise that actually you're never going to feel ready. Just get cracking. Yeah, no, that's true. And, and, and you know what? I am a fighter. I don't want to be like, oh, God, you know, I'm just here. and things like, like, I'm a fighter and I fight, you know, I fight for my thing. I, I, live, I, I live in a house and I have to pay rent and I go out there and I do what I need to do to take care of myself and the responsibilities that I have. But sometimes when you've always fought, yeah. um, it, it gets harder as you get older to keep fighting with the same amount of yeah, energy. Of course it does. And, you're, 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 you know, whether you turn on the TV, whether you turn on the radio, you just realise that we're in a real 
I would say probably like a deep depression at the moment where everywhere you look, people are unhappy, unhappy with their job, unhappy with their salary, unhappy with family life, unhappy in relationships. And I've recently also come out of a relationship which was um, a lot. Um, so, yeah, so I'm just in a very reflective mood, I think, at the moment of just looking back at my life. No and kind of, yeah, and just kind of seeing, you know, where I'm going to end up next. But I know it'll be some, something cool and another great story yeah. um, to tell. And, Can I um, sow a little seed? Because I'm hearing, uh, I'm hearing someone that, like your lecturer says, we need to hear more of people it, who've Go lived on, proper lives, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen to this. I like Anthony a lot. You don't have to... You might have blagged your way in. Everyone blags their way in somehow. It's called interview technique. (laughs) You did it. You got there on merit. If you hadn't have done it, they'd have slammed the door just as fast, if not faster, right? But I find that people from a working class background, I was the first person in my my, um, family to go to university. You have to kind of get over this thing of, well, I'm really lucky to have got here. Ah, bullshit. It, it was great that you got there and uh, you had to prove yourself to get there and, and and don't relinquish that. Some people have it easy. Some people think that they're entitled to be there and, and that's a problem. If everyone's that way, that's a problem. I want to hear more voices like yours. So whatever you do, I'm hoping that there's some element of, of journalism or documentary making in it because I think you've got a really interesting voice and I'd love to hear more from you. Oh, no, it's coming, you know, like, like I said, like, I'm, I'm in a bit of a reflective space at the moment where I'm kind of, you know, probably a bit of doubts are coming in about where I'm heading. But, you know, I've done some really great things and I've had some good opportunities. And, you know, I feel like my authenticity, if you, if you want to call it yeah. that, has opened a lot of doors for me. And I'm very grateful. And, like, my whole thing now is letting other young boys, you know, who, who were like me 10 years ago or... Um, however long ago, growing up in a working class council estate, letting them know that, you know, the opportunities are out there and you do have to kind of kick in yeah. the doors. You, you, do, you don't knock and wait for it to be open. You must you have know, heard that phrase, you can't be it if you can't see it. Right, exactly. So, um, so yeah, I'm about it, but we need to end on a positive note and I think that's like a good positive note. Um, Actually, Ian, I've, really, I've really enjoyed talking to you. Listen, um, thank you for sharing all of that. And you, worries, you, you said you wanted to help me. You helped me. You've really kept me entertained and interested for the last 10 minutes, which is which is very special. Stick with our show, right? The, the show that Catherine and I do, we try, unless it's like a massive, massive, massive story that we have to do, we yeah. try and avoid Brexit. We try and avoid politics. We call it the late night alternative because it's a place where generally it's very funny, very silly show. Um, but then it, sometimes it gets a little bit heavy and, and it, it kind of, it, it's driven by whatever mental state I'm going through. And you fitted in perfectly, man, and we'd love to talk to you again at some point. Uh, I'll be back, man. Thanks. It's been, um, I'm glad that I've broken my virginity. You guys are doing a great job. I'll send um, you 20 quid tomorrow. I've... I'll owe it to you. <laughs> Thank I'll you, send Anthony. a membership card as well. See you later, mate. I'm going to cut you off now. Here we go. That's how that works. Thank you. There you go. That was good. Thank you. 0344 This is Talk Radio. Parties contesting the general election include the Conservatives, Labour, Liberal Democrats, the SNP, Plyth Cymru, Green Party, UKIP and the Brexit Party. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. 
Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses, and jet lag antipodeans. Good night, Cobbers. Can I crash on your floor? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Okay, here's something that um, was uh, sent in to me. Uh, this is in The Guardian. Mouthful by mouthful, the 2019 Bad Sex Award, award in quotes. Um, extravagant metaphors are indecently exposed in the shortlist for the Literary Review's annual booby prize for sexual scenes in fiction. So this is... Um, uh, these are books that people have written and they've written bad examples of sex in there. Um, let's get some, uh, let's get some, ah, it's love-making music. Here we go, let's have some, oh my God, so let's, uh, let's read some of these out. Oh. This is The River Capture by Mary Costello. This is an excerpt from it. Some of these, these are quite, I've not read these, so this might be quite raunchy. He clung to her, crying, and then made love to her, and went far inside her, and she begged him to go deeper. And, no longer afraid of injuring her, he went deep in mind and body. Among crowded organ cavities, past the contours of her lungs and liver, and shimmying past her heart, heart, he felt her perfection. I've not had my perfection felt for a long time. This is is a bit longer. This is from The Office of Gardens and Ponds by Didier de The earthy taste surprised her. When he was alive, when it swelled inside Miyuki's mouth, Katsuro's penis had tasted of raw fish, of warm young bamboo shoots, and of Ernie almond. No, sorry, and of fresh almonds when she finally released its juice. Now it was insipid and muddy to her tongue like the pools of the temples when the office of gardens and ponds had drained them for cleaning. Miyuki had loved this man. Not that he was a very good lover, but what did she know? After all, since she had no experience, she had experienced no one but him. He used to upset her by the way he silently loomed up behind her and took her by the shoulders, his nails scratching her flesh, his strong breath enveloping her neck a smell of ripe fruit and poorly tanned leather oh god his knee his knee pushing against her lower back 
to open her tunic and expose a portion of naked flesh against which he would then rub his organ as if he were furtively making omelette rolls. Oh my God! <laughs> Where did that come from? He did not de- derive his pleasure without her, but in front of her and differently. Okay, I'm going to send you the link because I'd like you to... We should alternate these, so I'm going to just email. (laughs) (laughs) Who writes this and goes, yeah, that's fine, done, send? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Cupcake, for this. Send us this as well. I've sent you the the, um, thing, so you should should get the... I've sent it to your private, your personal. I mean, it is private and personal. Private, personal email. All right, let's have a look here. Uh, Here it is. If you go down to the next one, City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert... 0344 499 1000, by the way, if you want to join in the show. That's not really taken off yet, but it's still plenty of time. Plenty of time. There was a sensation occurring here that I didn't even know could occur. Stop the clock. This is actually genuinely erotic. (laughs) You You got like a sexy voice, it turns out. I took the sharpest inhale of my life. I'm not sure I let my breath out for another 10 minutes. You must have, you'd be dead. Okay. All right, I won't interject any further. I do feel that I lost the ability to see and hear for a while and that something might have short-circuited in my brain, something that has probably never been fully fixed since. My whole being was astonished. I could hear myself making noises like an animal. (laughs) (laughs) And my legs were shaking uncontrollably. Not that I was trying to control them. Jeez, this is hard, man. My hands were gripping so hard over my face that I left fingernail divots in my own skull. Divots? Then it became more. And after that, it became even more still. Then I screamed as though I were being run over by a train. Uh-huh. And that long arm of his was reaching up against to palm my mouth. Oh. And I bit into his hand the way a wounded soldier bites on a bullet. And then it was the most. And I more or less died. Mm. Is everyone okay? Okay, there's two more. Do you want to, you, you do the last three. You do you do it so much better than me. These are these are um, have all won awards for being bad descriptions of sex in uh, novels in 2019. I think that's a little harsh. But... Pax oh, by God. John Harvey. Here we go. She gave a yet deeper moaning sigh, like breathing in. He saw the word he said, um, like breathing in. He saw the word he had said shiver and expand inside her. Her arms moved now and flexed. Out of here, Venus de Milo. This doesn't even make sense. She hasn't got any arms. No. He watched the death life fill her growingly. These are all Growingly? About, these are all about... I, I think it means getting a boner. These are all about, like, dead people having it off. What's wrong with, what's wrong with the world? She grabbed and caressed him with more muscle, more zest than ever before. Her long, lean arms were spider arms while her kisses roved and dug. I see it, he said. You're the female praying mantis devouring her mate. I am. You are. I shall eat every shred of you. Mouthful by mouthful. Exactly. Ah, but boy, you taste good. She licked her lips and pulled him close, but now he was clasping too. It was kind of a slow wrestling. They were knitting each other into a loose slipping knot. <laughs> He was upside down over her. <laughs> oh. Say it. Say it. Oh, God. Say it. <laughs> I can't. Okay. 
He was upside down over her. Loving her bush and lick-kissing like eating her inner thighs till at last they loved fully and later lay back. She did not chatter. Their arms stirred in a luxurious, desultory twining. Wowzers. I don't even know. Maybe I've not had sex then. <laughs> I thought I had. That sounded but... more like gardening. <laughs> I thought I'd had sex, but <laughs> these descriptions do not in any way tally with anything I've done with, with anybody. The, the raw fish thing completely passed me by. Okay, this is the last one. The Electric Hotel by Dominic Smith. Oh, this ah. is a long one, and that's not the first line of this story. This is... <laughs> This is okay. This is this is from a gentleman. So maybe we might get a little bit of accuracy. Here. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> the actual lovemaking was a series of cryptic clues and concealed pleasures, a sensual treasure hunt. She asked for something, then changed her mind. He made adjustments and calibrations, awaited further instruction. For most of the proceedings, he felt his own desire as if it were tethered to a wire, a bright red balloon floating in his peripheral vision. <laughs> but eventually, he burst through. It was toward the end as their breathing quickened. Her stage directions had stalled out into silence. He looked to his right and noticed the scene in the smoky lens of the mirror above the bureau, saw his own body move with the steady rhythm of a bellows blowing air at the base of a fire. What? <laughs> It brought back the early experiments of the Photographic Society in Paris. The, right, the wiring of a bird's feet to a camera gun, the mounting tension and uplift before a surge of exasperated flight. His own face looking back in the mirror, open-mouthed, flushed, euphoric, was a wild, strange thing to him. A beguiled stranger he'd never met, held in place by an infinite loop. Then his eyes locked on Sabine's in the mirror and he could see that she was pleased with her staging, with her hair fanning across the pillow, with the way her ankles locked about his calves so that her long white feet formed the perfect V. Mm. And it was the act of looking back at the film strip, juddering above the bureau that sent her into a final boisterous delirium. She bit his shoulder, then whispered into the mirror, Nous voilà! Catching her breath. There we are. That's the one thing they didn't do. <laughs> that was quite remarkable. Didn't um, Morrissey win one of those awards for um, describing sex badly? Yeah, let's have a look. He did, didn't he? I think that may have even been... It was only in the last couple of years. I'm pretty sure that... Um, yeah. That he did, didn't he? Yeah, here it is. Uh, List of the Lost, it's called. Oh, God. Sex scenes in his book. Uh, List of the Lost, Sway the Judges. It was announced in a lavish ceremony presented by Nancy DeLolio. Who else? Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, did it, have, um, did it have this line in it? Loving her bush. <laughs> Thank you. there from Sam. I... Loving her bush. Aren't your balls normally held back by your willy? Loving her bush. Kath was a dick. Dirty pervert. <laughs> Don't be so silly, Kath. <laughs> you are a pervert. Oh, uh, well, guilty. <laughs> oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Good evening, Lewis. As he dipped his hand into her blue box and ruffled around and pulled out. 
her, he like he unwraps her squeaky giant wrapper, puts a brown ball into his mouth. <laughs> you eating? What are you eating? Maltesers. <laughs> <laughs> yum yum. Now that is talking my language. It's getting me quite hot under the collar. <laughs> you dirty now, are, are you crunching that or are you sucking on it, Lewis? Mm, um, oh. <laughs> and you don't want him to crunch, you want him to suck. <laughs> It is quite funny. It is quite funny. It it's is bit, quite funny. funny. You two sound like you're having a fun night. Yeah, man. <laughs> we got a dog and a cat. <laughs> and some Lindor. And some Lindor. Oh, oh Lindor. <laughs> you guys, what are you guys, Rick? You're not the couple that won the lottery, are you? Buying Lindor and having it on a Wednesday night? <laughs> Red wine, we got it all love. Yeah, baby. You got... <laughs> Are you... Have you um, made love to each other yet? No. No. Well, make love. Why? To, sh- to show... To show... <laughs> no. Here we go, to burn off the Lindor. There we go. <laughs> no, we're making love to Lindor chocolate. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. even better. I can't doubt. I can't. That's, even a, that's a threesome I could get behind. Is there, uh, you know when you get like given a box of Lindor, right? Yeah. And you go, oh, they're, 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 and then they go in like 20 minutes and you feel, in the last three, you feel sick, but you think it's only three. Push I can't, through it. Go, mm. it finished these Lindor. Oh, oh. You can have too many of those, yeah. I think. That's why they call Lindor, because Lindor. Oh. Uh. Mm? I think Lewis, Lewis and his young love might have had too many. No, I haven't had enough, darling. Oh. Was there anything <laughs> I can you... talk. Look, listen to me, sir. I can talk very central over the radio. Go on, then. <laughs> Go on. Go on, then. Let's say you talk very central over the radio. Oh, you're hearing me now. So, sir, I was glad you come there <laughs> and share my Lindor with you. I'll pass, thanks, but um, cheers for the offer, love. <laughs> cheers for the offer. So, sir. Sir. How about I come over there and uh, unwrap your chewits? Sir. I had chewits the other day for the first time in years. That's they are bloody you. good. Chewits are great, I'm born for you. Kids found them in the car and they're like, Mum, what's this? Yeah, like they yeah. found my dirty secret. I, I bought them for my kids and I forgot to give them to them, so well, I thought I'll, waste, have, I'll have a packet. You can on have kids. a packet. And... That's so good. Let's take the break. Just don't feel we've reached escape velocity yet. It's been it's not been a bad show, but it's been a little bit. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. Um, so when we come back, we'll do something. <laughs> okay. This is Talk Radio, the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Um, our poor Mark is really upset because he did it. His joke died. No, Mark, don't worry about it. Don't worry. He's, he's upset on Twitter. Don't worry, but he's genuinely upset. Don't worry about it. Do you know what would have been better? Just come and have a chat. Come with and us. have a chat. You don't have to come on a dance. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come and sit on my lap. Nothing like that. Come on. Come on, Mark. Come on, Mark. Come on, Mark. Uh, we love you, man. 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. Let's go to Miles. Good evening, Miles. Good evening. Um, I was commenting on the um, strong women, yeah, thing from like you mentioned, uh, 
Donna Reed and... Yes, and well, stuff. yes, drunk drunk women, I guess, we were well, looking for. I was thinking of uh, Tracy Emin on the night's chat show. She, I thought, did quite well compared to Keith Allen and Oliver Reed. But, we, but uh, well, she wasn't pissed. We, I, I think what we were... There's plenty of examples of strong women, um, you know. We, we, was, she, was she not as drunk? I didn't know that. I don't know. I, don't, I didn't angry. see it. We, but we were oh, right. kind of specifically talking about... Um, you know, the, the male examples were people that were, you know... Hellraisers. Hellraisers. Yeah. Absolutely steaming off their the other, mushrooms. The, the other one I was thinking of was um, the L7 on The Word. When oh, yeah, she flashed her... Um... Yes. What? A... <laughs> muff. Did she? Yeah, yeah, it was a muff. Yeah, they all, all did. They all, Why? Yeah, the camera they... was really close and then all of a sudden she just pulled a, a guitar up and it was there. <sighs> but that was The Word, wasn't it? Um, wow, that's outrageous behaviour. That's good. Ian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> could you resurrect uh, Swinging London's? I love that song. I did manage to find it eventually. But, uh, is the Hazy Osterwald set or something? Yeah, uh, I found it on some, some weird German album. Swinging uh, London, Piccadilly, Carnaby Street. Yeah, love uh, that song. Um, I, if I can find it, Hazy Osterwald, I'd, uh, I'll find it. I, Catherine will remind me, and tomorrow we are okay. opening the show with it, Miles. OK. Wonderful. I'll make a note. And tomorrow we've got Ronnie Spector on the show, which is very exciting. Look forward to it. Thank you, Miles. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Let's go to Dale. Good evening, Dale. Oh, good evening, both of you. Uh, I'd just like to yap about if you've any... I've, uh, I wound my wife up from... Well, my first one, it was. Oh. And if you've done any good and And uh, me, myself, I, I tend to speak my mind and people say, oh, you shouldn't say that, but oh. I'm, I believe I always speak the truth. As long as you're not offensive, racist, blah, blah, blah. Yes. But when you speak your mind, and tell the truth. You frowned upon. I don't understand it. Well, it depends yeah. what truth. It depends that there, there, are, there is the room for tact, diplomacy, and considering other people's feelings. And often, I don't know you, Dale. I'm not saying this is you, but often the people I've met who just say it like it is have no consideration for other people's feelings. And sometimes you don't need to say something, truthful or not. You don't need to say anything. Silence is sometimes um, better than just telling the truth. Put it this way, then. Uh, I'm a lorry driver, but uh, I'm sure you've worked in offices before. Have you ever been next to someone who's breast smell or the stunk of the oak? Yes. Now, I don't know what you'd say, but after, I don't know percentage-wise, but most people don't say oak, and then when they walk away, oh. they speak behind the back, don't they? <clears throat> um, uh, they do. Some people they do that. I've witnessed it. OK, some people do that, yes. Well, anyway, I had this lad in the truck with me. It was about eight months ago or something. And I was just shown in this route for when I'm off so he could cover me. Yeah. And he absolutely stunk. And it was a small space. Yeah. So he ended up spraying him with oust. Oust? O-U-S-T. It's oust. like a... Uh, an air freshener. Air freshener, yeah. Wow. Oh, it was a nightmare. Did you, ask, did you ask for his permission? No. Well, then that's... You're, you're you sprayed him or you sprayed your cab once he'd gone? I sprayed him. Well, then you're a dick. Well, no, sorry, I'm not a dick, but... Well, you're a dick. I'm, I'm just saying honest. I'm just saying it like it is. I'm just I'm yeah. just being honest. As you know, honesty yeah. is the best policy. You're a dick. That's you're you're an arrogant dick and you assaulted him. Well, at the end of the day, that's your view of me, but I wasn't. At the end of the day... No, I'm just, yeah. telling, I'm just telling the truth. I'm just saying it as it is. I th you're a dick and you, you're a dick and you assaulted someone. I'm assaulted... 
Just saying it. I'm just saying the truth. Just saying it yeah. as it is. No. Just sp speaking like well, I see it. That's what I like about you. you you're you're church, rude and arrogant and you yeah. assaulted someone and you, were, you had no consideration for their feelings. And they had no consideration for me then. That's the way I look at it. And you're selfish. I'm selfish, yeah. And then the other thing is... <laughs> well, this guy really, this guy really is thick. Wow, OK. <laughs> have you ever wound your spout up? I don't know if you're married or anything. But I play the trick on my wife. You're probably going to think I'm... I bet it was horrible. Right, but... I bet it was really, really horrible and mean and unpleasant. And that's why well, she's it... now your ex-wife. Probably. Well, anyway, it's up to you to decide. You know when it's raining, you put your wipers on, don't you? It's got intermittent and then medium and then fast when it's raining. Yes, I know. How, yes, window, windscreen wipers, yes. Yeah, well, anyway, I thought, oh, I'll play a trick in it. Why so, couldn't you just, why couldn't you either waited until he got out of the wagon and then sprayed the air freshener? Yeah. Or sensitively brought up the issue... I did. Was that before or after you sprayed him with air freshener? Before I sprayed him. I goes, what's that smell? OK, again, it... you didn't hear the question. Why did you not sensitively bring up his personal body odour problem? Well, when you say, what's that smell, is that sensitive? No, no. Do you go, is that... what? What would you decide then? Well, it, it 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 would depend on so many factors. How well I knew him, if I was going to see him again, if I was if I knew his family, all these different factors. But I think what I would um, uh, uh, what would I do? Right, I would um, say something along the lines of, and this is just off the top of the head, off the top of my head. I tell you what, we're doing this job, stuck in here all day. I don't half get a bit sweaty. I tell you what, I find really handy is I carry a can of air freshener, a, a can of um, deodorant uh, around with me, and maybe that's something you might want to consider. Just carrying a can of deodorant around because it can get a little bit fruity in here. That's what, off the top so, of my head. Or I might have addressed it more directly, but that, that's possibly unlikely, depending how I knew him. I wouldn't have so said, seeing, I wouldn't have said, what's that smell, and then sprayed him with oust. So as soon as the person got in... No. ...started the shift... No. So you'd wait for... An Didn't... hour or so of sat three foot away from someone with that smell and then bring that up, saying, you get smelly in this job. I wouldn't have done what you did. What you did was, was, was rude and was bullying. Well, you may class it as bullying, but I class it rude. Oh, someone no, I'm just being start... honest. I'm just being yeah, honest and saying it how it is. You, you, you bullied yeah. someone. You've said your view and I'm saying my view now, if that's OK. <laughs> I don't want to hear your view. Your view will be bollocks. Well, if you may think it's can the I, Can that, I say my view after listening to, the, to, to both of you? Yeah, you can go ahead. Thanks. Your humour seems to be based on making other people feel like shit. I think you've got me the wrong way. But Tell us about what you did to your wife. Let's hear it. Come yeah. on. Well, anyway, we're all different. You either like a person or you don't. What, what anyway, did you do to your wife? Well, I put it. Because obviously it was raining. I put my wipers on intermittent. My intermittent wipers work every seven seconds. Gosh, and at six tiny. seconds, I, I, busted, I dashed the dashboard. And after about five or six times, I knew she was going to say, what are you doing? I said, my wipers are broken. 
I keep on having to dash the dashboard to make them work. And I said, look, I can't keep doing this. So for about an hour and a half, I forgot to bash the dashboard. But I know you're not going to find it very funny. Other people do, but you've made a view of me already, obviously, because I'm a rude and a dick. <laughs> now you're telling it like it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Dale. Well done, Boydie. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Well, thoroughly unpleasant gentleman. Um, it, it, it's always the people that just tell it like it is. As long as they're on top. Yeah. Yeah. We did, um, years ago at LBC, there was a lad that worked there that um, smelt. And um, again, it was different me, but we laughed about it a bit. But we also discussed, what do we do? Someone's yeah. got to have a word with him. Yeah. Someone's got to have a word with him because it was awful. It was awful. You know, you would come in the studio for 10 minutes and leave and it would smell. Um, and it was decided that his sort of line manager would take him aside and have a chat with him. And I'm, I'm so grateful that he did. This guy then sorted himself out, sorted out the issue and um, turned everything around. And I bet it was mortifying, but less mortifying than it could have been. I, I, I would rather that than be sprayed with oust. It's assault. Also, it's kind of, isn't that um, like 12-year-old behaviour? You know, before you grow up and realise that um, <clears throat> you don't have to be a dick. <laughs> anyway, just, just saying what I think. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.